0: A playlist original.
1: Hey guys, I'm Steven. I'm Giselle. And we are The Lover's Passport. And welcome back to another episode of Unfiltered Adventures. Today, we have some special guests. We have Hudson and Emily. They are on a mission to travel to every single country in the entire world, which is mind-blowing to us. So welcome to the show, you guys. Thank you.
2: Thank you so much for having us. I personally have loved listening to your podcast and the behind the scenes of travel and content creation. So we're super honored to be here.
1: Awesome! We're super excited to have you guys. How so? How did you guys meet? I I feel like a lot of the people that we've had them before, just we've met them before. But we we're super excited to learn more about you guys and your story.
2: Yeah, so we grew up in the same small town. We met in what like fifth grade uh, at oh my gosh, sewage, no way! A field trip to a wastewater treatment plant, like a sewage plant. So Hello, super romantic. <laughs> <laughs> um, then we started dating in high school, um, and have been together ever since.
1: Wow that's so cool. Like I
0: said you don't meet too many people with that kind of love story you know fifth grade that's <laughs> a long time. I
1: know that Giselle met me when she was a senior fr- in college yeah and that was oh, wow. her first technical boyfriend she's ever had so totally. I, I was I, I was minding I was
2: like wait what? That's amazing that's so cool. I love what you said in a previous podcast of like I never understood how she, like, didn't have every guy because she's the coolest.
1: (laughs) She is. It blew my mind. I thought she was joking. She was, like, a sorority president, and she was, like, amazing. I was like, there's no possible way. I literally
0: thought I was lying. (laughs) All of us No, I just (laughs) do not have the time of day for men. I was doing my own thing and traveling the world and all that stuff, so...
1: So you guys have been together for so long. When Who who caught the travel bug first? Is it like, was it Hudson? Was it Emily? Were both you guys like, we should start traveling? Or how did you guys get into it?
3: Well, the first thing is we traveled the 50 states in an RV for two years. And we came up with that idea in college because I started with a high school report that I could like plan a world trip. So I planned out like if I were to do a three-month world trip. And then M was like, well, we should start by seeing the U.S. first and stuff. And so like it was an idea, but I've learned in our marriage that if I say an idea, then she ends up like making it a reality. There you go.
1: Man. There you go. That's awesome.
3: So we when we graduated and got married, we saved for four years and then we ended up buying an old RV and traveling to the 50 states and then fell in love with yeah. travel there.
0: So is, is like traveling your full-time job? Do you guys work while you do all of this or is it from content creation or like other digital nomad kind of stuff?
2: Yeah. So combination. So our initial RV trip started by like pure savings, the savings. for four years. We bought an old RV yeah. off Craigslist and oh, nice. it was a little
0: rough but it was as fun. you say it, was it wasn't home. sketchy buying off of craigslist yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: okay. her so dad it was, was like, amazing uh, at helping us renovate
0: yeah. oh good oh
2: good It kind of felt like home so um so then we lived in like walmart parking lots for the majority of our trip to save money um as we were in the RV. and that allowed us to continue to have some of those savings and now um over the past few years of international travel we've tried teaching english online amazon
0: fba and content creation that's interesting um, and also sorry go ahead i was gonna say we don't meet too many people that do fba some of our good friends trent and sarah who we haven't had on the podcast yet but we should oh, yeah, Rio, um Rio yeah real travelers they they do fba too and that like not many other people that we talk to also does that so super interesting
2: yeah, we were inspired by um, our friends Tim and Finn. They're, they've been really successful with it. So I, I would say it's more of a side business, but it, it's been fun. So, yeah, um, we and then also travel hacking has been super helpful in especially our international travels to uh, credit card points to help fund that. What's your favorite travel credit card? Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I listened to Janelle's podcast with you guys. She has such
0: good feedback, but mine is the Chase Sapphire Reserve favorite. See, I have the preferred, but that's just because my personal expenses are actually pretty low. I feel like most of our expenses is through the business. Yeah, <laughs> The priority pass through what your
2: Amex card. So yeah, that's that's where we get our priority pass from.
3: She's always telling me, like, whenever I'm about to pay for something or, like, put something online, she'll be telling me, like, okay, (laughs) now we're using this credit card for this bonus or that credit card. (laughs) So
0: it's a universal experience.
1: That is literally, every time before I buy anything, I'm always like, Giselle, do I have permission to use this card? She's like, no, 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 use this one. I'm like, okay. Exactly. (laughs) That's hilarious that it's the same exact way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's seriously. We just booked our honeymoon flights to French Polynesia for a hundred bucks using points. I
2: I am so excited for you guys. You're going to have the best time.
0: Yeah, we're super stoked. We're delaying it a little bit. We're getting married in July, but we're saving to go in October so we can go swimming with the whales, hopefully. (gasps) Fingers crossed. That's a bucket list. The Coolest experience of all time. You're going to love it. Wow. We're super excited about it. But anyways, where are you guys coming from today? Are you guys at home? Or are you in a different country? Like, where in the world are you two?
3: We haven't had a home for the past, yeah. like, four-ish years. So we are wow. in Thailand right now. This is oh, one nice. of our um, favorite countries that we've been in. Yes,
2: this is country 112, I guess, technically for us. we've been back so many times. It just seems like, yeah, This I could see this being a home base someday. But right now, we're... Just enjoying the pad thai and the people and the (laughs) beautiful landscapes.
1: That's so awesome. Do you have a favorite country and a least favorite country you guys have been to? You've been to 112 so far.
3: I would say for us, we laugh all the time that it's based on our own experience. Like we we laugh. Some countries, it'd be like saying, oh, we love or we hate the U.S. because you were only in New York City for five days. Right. Very, Very true. It's it's yeah. definitely like for us, I would say Kenya yeah. is probably one of our favorite experiences, but we were on a safari and like there's literally like elephants walking through our camp and hearing lions at night and it was our first time going on a safari too. So that always holds a special place for us. That's so cool.
0: <laughs> we'll be reaching out for uh, a weeks on yeah. that because we're trying to get to Africa at some point this year. Oh, that's uh, so exciting.
3: Yes, we love talking about uh, Kenya and Tanzania. Definitely <laughs> two of our favorites.
0: Interesting. That's, that's so interesting. And, yeah. and least favorite so far. Oh, I would say any of like the smaller countries, so like Luxembourg, San Marino, just... You're not I'm the first person to say Luxembourg. We had a yes, on, and she was like, lead. I hate Luxembourg. <laughs> I, know. I, but, yeah. I love her joke about Luxembourg, but yeah,
2: I, I would just rather go back to some of the bigger countries where there's more to see.
0: I feel that we usually judge locations based off of like amount of things to do and variety of things to do. Like mm-hmm. when we're ranking states or national parks and things like that, typically we like the ones that have the most you know, fun activities, hikes, etc. So
2: I get that. Oh, can I just say your engagement is goals of all time? Like (laughs) that is the most beautiful place in the world. He did
0: okay.
1: (laughs) I feel like I I was so nervous that she knew about the engagement as well because but I was planning this thing. We we figured out that we were going to go on this cruise with norwegian i think in like february or march and we were trying to decide where to go after we were like okay we'll go to italy and then she was like actually why don't we go to switzerland i
0: got like a flight drop or yeah something. so like, we, we need to go so
1: we ended up switching and going to switzerland and i feel like that is the moment i was like okay i can plan this and it was like seven months later is when it was supposed to happen I so have i no idea. i spent like all this time planning having like a plan a b c or d and just all these different moments and the day before two days before we leave she went and got her nails done and giselle never ever gets her nails done so i was like dude she knows yeah. she I has changed to-
0: since i got a ring now i do indeed get my nails done
1: <laughs> but it was so funny i was so nervous that like the whole nine days before i was hiding it inside the the cabin where we both were and then surprisingly, it, it was hilarious you get
0: to hide in the van the whole week yeah, yeah good stuff so you
1: didn't how did you find that
3: exact spot because it looks like like literally out of a postcard or like uh there was a lot i mean that
1: that was plan c i think i was planning on doing it on a glacier in the middle of the Swiss Alps after like a helicopter flight. So we'd go up take a bunch of photos. I would have
0: given it away though. But
1: we she says that. But I don't know. We do helicopter flights all the time. So I feel like it would have been pretty normal. And our other friends Carla and Colin were doing a great job selling it that it was their idea. And then the plan B was also in that area. I was talking to a couple of different people in Switzerland that help with wedding planning. Cause I had never been to the country. So I had no idea like best spots to go where there was going to be a lot of people versus no people. And when I mentioned the lake that I ended up doing it at, they told us that there was not, there's going to be a ton of people there's like no you don't want to do it there there's no easy way to get there you and there's take,
0: like a giant you have to take a train into zermatt and then a train from zermatt up to Riffelsee, and it's like a short little
1: yeah and like, then five minute walk and then they were like there's going to be tons of people and i don't want a lot of people i want to be a little bit more private so that morning when we were in a van my phone fell and hit me in the nose and i was like all right this is the time for god i gotta do it today and then it ended I up it. yeah it ended up being i failed three times we walked around the lake three times but i finally got grew the pair did
0: <laughs> wow. it but have, have you guys done switzerland
1: yeah switzerland was
3: definitely i think one of the most beautiful places we say all the time that it doesn't seem real as you're going on a train it doesn't almost seem fair that everywhere is it's beautiful cool. yeah right
0: yeah no and that like was the most beautiful train ride i've ever been on that one train ride up to the place where he proposed is crazy the Gornergrat if I'm saying that right train yeah that's that a... whole
1: that whole train right up at Switzerland just feels like a fairy tale I feel like there's beautiful places but then there's like fairy tale like places. like I can go to the Grand Canyon like that's beautiful I can go to Yosemite like it it's also amazing but going to Switzerland I don't know I've never been anywhere where I was like jaw on the floor at every single spot we went it was madness
3: And I say all the time, too, with Switzerland, like, you guys, it looks like, do incredible hikes that, like, the hikes I went on in Switzerland, like, they don't mess around. Like, usually in the U.S., it's, like, there's something, like, you can't go beyond this point. That's, like, where the trail seems to start. Like, I did one (laughs) ridge line trail (laughs) that I was, like, is this okay? Uh, Like, I knew it was going to be sketchy, but I didn't know, like... For like five miles it'd be like oh Oh yeah,
0: yeah Iceland,
1: Iceland and Washington and Wa- Washington has some nutso hikes where you're just like what is happening
0: yeah this <laughs> is, like super long super crazy elevation gain all that kind of stuff but that's the beauty of it because there's like a lot less people when you're out doing those kind of hikes which no. is nice. yeah
1: before you did all this like traveling stuff full time, I was reading that you guys have your master's degrees in marketing. Like, what did you do before you were like, we're going to go travel the world together? <laughs> like, did you have office jobs or what What did you guys do?
2: Yeah, so we worked near D.C. I was um, a marketing manager for a marketing agency and he worked for the University of Maryland um, as we, yeah, we were getting our MBAs. And we loved that season of our life, but we were always saving for
0: the, the RV trip. Interesting, yeah. so in the
1: back of your mind, you always knew already that you were gonna go leave
3: and do that. It was originally supposed to be a one-year trip um, that we were gonna quit our jobs and that we were gonna start with that and then settle down and use our degrees again. Um, but it's now been six years of <laughs>
1: traveling.
3: And, and marketing
2: yourselves. There you go. <laughs> And Hud's quote, which has been like kind of our life inspiration, is think of the stories you want to tell someday and then go out and live them. And so that. That. Like, that at that time, it was kind of like a like a, just a fun quote to make the most of life and not be looking forward to the next promotion to like start life and then.
3: My when we were 24, my dad passed away and I was like one of those like situations of uh, like we were planning a ski trip and then I get a call the next day and like hear that he had passed away. And so it's been a reminder to us too, um, of literally just like that, you know, like, well, what would you do if you had one more day to live? And so since then, we realized like we've had these like dreams of travel and stuff that for us the stories we hope to tell involve travel. And so we hope like for whatever that is for other people that like, hopefully, um, you know, they can pursue those
1: dreams and those stories. But for us, travel definitely, we've learned so much through travel. Kudos to you guys. That is amazing that you have that mentality. I feel like it's so hard to find that among other young people. Everyone's so scared to do what you guys are doing to like just stop everything because everyone's focused on their career, especially in the US. Everyone's so focused on their career and getting married and finding someone Mm -hmm. and making sure you have enough money for retirement. And what are you going to do for retirement? Are you investing like that? I feel like the US culture just puts so much pressure on everyone that if someone does go on like a year long trip that you guys went on, I think it completely opened a lot of people's eyes.
0: People freak out. Like, I don't know if you guys know Claire and Peter, but they did a very similar thing where yeah. they quit their jobs and have been traveling the world on their $123 a day budget kind of thing. And, yes, and,
2: love following and
0: people just like go nuts. They're like, but how'd you get this money? I saved it. Well, What are you going to do once it runs out? I don't know. Like, you know, you could. Yeah, it's just like the U.S.
1: culture, I think, is crazy when it comes to that.
2: Yeah, we're thankful for how, I mean, as much as we miss Hudstad, that losing him really put life into perspective for us. And yeah, we just, we don't want to look. We just found this song by Andy Grammer called 85, which is, it says like, I don't want to be 85 and say, oh no, I missed it. I was chasing money. And that's kind of like been. Yeah yeah kind of our life track for the last four years definitely not chasing money although we would be happy to have more of it (laughs) Uh, um but yeah we're, we're thankful for where our travels have led us but it is what you said about Claire and Peter I feel like a lot of people in our situation and maybe uh, even the same for you guys probably guys like oh you trust fund kids which is like mm-hmm. actually extra for, like hard when we lost his dad and we would give any amount of money just to spend one more day with him and no we didn't get any money from him um but yeah it's like nope that's not it just just trying to and we're definitely realizing
3: <laughs> budget realizing yeah. now that it's a bigger goal um and more travel we're definitely more of budget travelers so we laugh all the time too. Of like, if we're trust fund kids, we we need to know where the
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. <If you're> trust <laughs> we would fund love
1: kid. to find that
0: <laughs> trust fund kids. You know, eating two dollar ramen every day on the floor and some French <laughs> Airbnb. Yeah. Go I though I,
1: I think I looked at. I looked at your website and it was like, how does how many countries we've been to, how many states, how long we traveled. and then it was like, how many ramen packets we lo- we ate, and oh, I lost it. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But that's true. That's how we did our whole Iceland trip. Like whenever we go to a really expensive place, we just go buy ramen or go to the grocery store and eat real cheap that week and justify everything else.
3: But, yeah.
1: Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. We
3: found actually from like, like we were saving when we were living outside of DC, but full-time travel, we've been able to have lower expenses now than when oh, we lived in DC and we were saving. Cause like, we don't have a house, a car, um, and yeah, we have cheap housing and use public transportation. So, like, that's really helped our costs go down.
0: Did you um, hear about the people that moved onto a cruise ship for the same reasons?
3: no that was like That's a big story TV. like
0: an old retired couple like moved permanently onto a cruise ship and they just like sail around the world on whatever cruise lines yeah they said it's it was cheaper. cheaper
1: like you have your food you have your medical you have a place to sleep you get to go and travel over the place and they calculated it out if they went directly from one cruise to the next From just cruise hopping that it's actually cheaper than paying their mortgage paying for food paying for everything back home and it was like significantly cheaper so they were like what am i doing like i can just hop around from cruise to cruise i
0: think it's a misconception (laughs) that you can yeah hey you guys are on your way to it with norwegian that's (laughs) dude honestly okay before working with them i'd only ever been on one cruise i did work for princess cruises actually in college but i worked shoreside um, and then I'd only ever been on one cruise. It was a Norwegian cruise with my mom. Cause she was a travel agent, got some cool rate and it was super fun. I was 17 and I was like, okay, this is fun. But like, I didn't have any friends on it with me. And then when we went the last or the first time back in December of 2020, 2021, um, we made, I mean, we made a ton of friends that all were on it. And then now we all just do the cruises together. Yeah, both our
1: favorite trips of last year were actually on cruises, our NCL cruise in Hawaii and our NCL cruise in Europe. Those are we both looked back and we were like, those are literally our favorite two trips or they came off of those two trips. They're great
0: for like island hopping, in my opinion, and like close proximity where, you know, like you want to see a lot in a short amount of time. Like we were able to hit like five countries in like a week. Yeah, fairly well with the last cruise we did, which I think if you're doing an introduction to a place. It's a great way to start. So like Hawaiian islands, for example, you want a little bit of each Island, super easy, super like not hassle. You know, you can just wake up in or on a new Island. You don't have to worry about going to the airport and waiting and wasting so much time bouncing back and forth. And then you get to see a little bit. And then next time you go to Hawaii, now, you know, like which Island you'll probably like the best. So that's kind of why I like it. Yeah, It's
1: like a bunch of appetizers.
0: <laughs> that's a good way to put it. <laughs>
3: that so, yeah we def- we definitely we've only ever been on two cruises and we're big fans of yeah you're literally sleeping yeah. wake up in the next destination and then you can just get off and then come back on and have amazing food the whole time
0: yeah yep. so we're doing our next one is australia new zealand so we're oh, super yeah. stoked
1: we'll be pretty close to you guys we can just hop over <laughs> <I know.
0: laughs> yeah, yeah we'll, we'll be up there, there in february february yeah next
1: month we're leaving for finland tomorrow and then we come back and then we're going to australia and new zealand that that, that's one bucket list item every year or every Every month month. every month this year that's our our goal and then speaking about going to you guys road trip throughout the whole u.s and then you lived in mexico a little bit for now for a little bit and then you now living out of your suitcases is there one way that you loved traveling the most so far? Was it the road trip style? Was it like living in one country for a while and experience it? Or was it just living out of your suitcase, hopping around? What's your favorite form to explore the world?
3: Well, that's a really good question. Uh, we loved, I think each stage that we're in, in the moment, we would probably have a bias towards that. But now that we look back at like our RV days and stuff, we realize like how many things, cause we had an old RV, Things were like always breaking and things like that. That were like, man, how did we do that? And then <laughs> I would say we, our ideal, like Mexico was amazing of having like, um, like a home base, and then we would travel around from there. Make some slow and
0: travel.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a lot nicer to know, like, okay, if in doubt, if anything happens, we have a place that we can go back to and relax and plan the next leg of the trip. Um, versus here we might get to a place and
0: (laughs) (laughs) we've gotten yeah definitely gotten bed bugs before oh no my brother got bed bugs in
2: thailand (laughs) oh no no. (laughs) but yeah i would agree i would say this stage of international travel has been our favorite and part of the reason is just being so inspired by people's kindness around the world um like in saudi arabia we it was similar to uber we jumped in this uber for eight minutes and the driver was apologizing that he had not brought us a gift to welcome us to his country oh my gosh. I was like, oh, that's not quite how it works we don't need a gift um, and then he saw that there was a starbucks where he was dropping us off so he insisted he would not take any money on buying us a starbucks um giving us advice on what to do in Saudi Arabia. And then he was like, Well, just in- enjoy, guys. Like, nice to meet you. And then all of a sudden
3: got up and left. Yes, and the
0: amount of kindness that we found in the Middle East was insane. amazing. We met the nicest people when we were in Jordan and like similar yeah. experiences. Like our t- we just hired like a private guide um, for three days off of like get your guide. And he was so nice. Like it was us two and my mom is like, we oh, took wow. her as our like assistant for the week. <laughs> and um, we had just gone to Dubai and then hopped over to Jordan. And he like would stop and get us Turkish coffee off the side of the road. And like, he let us have his personal, like portable Wi-Fi to take with us into Petra so we could stay in contact with him and like use our oh. phones and stuff. Like they're so nice. Like the hospitality around the world so nice i mean better than the u.s in my opinion (laughs) yeah i think
1: i feel like every single person that's in college i like anytime they ask or mention they're going to college I'm like study abroad like you need i feel Mm -hmm. like between the ages of 16 and like 25 if you haven't been out of the country for like longer than a week like you need to leave for like a month or at least multiple weeks so you can learn about other other cultures because i feel like especially in the u.s you get not closed-minded But you get so used to the U.S. culture where as soon as you leave abroad, you get the people are so incredible and the cultures around the world are just, I feel like my trip in Italy, I went to Italy when I was 18. And then like completely blew my mind of like the people, the culture, because I was so stuck in the hustle and bustle U.S. culture.
3: Yeah, we definitely say like through travel, just like a few weeks of travel, like our experiences and things that we've learned personally are more than like any of our education or anything just mm-hmm. because of meeting other people. And it's so it's so cool and funny that you say Middle Eastern hospitality because we would say definitely like we were most blown away in that area. It was almost like we at the beginning felt so bad cuz everybody was so kind and we're like we're not giving anything back but yeah middle eastern hospitality was on another level <laughs>
2: such an inspiration to us of how we want to treat other people like i can't imagine in the u.s jumping in an uber and being offered like a gift to welcome you to yeah, america and never coffee. like <laughs> wow we have we to be kinder to people
1: <laughs> yeah it's that's so cool so you guys have been together since you were very fifth grade or you've like met each other since then what's it like traveling together 24 7 i feel like we've chatted about it a little bit and but a lot of people are like how are you guys always together i can, like can barely you do
0: business together yeah you
1: like what to,
0: you know
2: and i it's so great to connect with other couples and especially other couples who travel because i feel like it's just a whole other level of mm-hmm. when you're spending 24 7 together and working 24 7 together um we have
0: you better like <laughs> each other <laughs>
3: Yeah, we had, uh, like, one of um, my family neighbor friends, um, they are like a retired couple who they RV together. And they gave great advice right at the beginning. They're like, well, the good news about RVing or traveling full time together is you get to save money on marriage counseling, because (laughs) you're together 24 seven, you have to figure a way to like make up quick. But you'll have some interesting experiences
2: that is so funny uh, actually when we were in switzerland we were in A chocolate factory, like the tasting room. You could have unlimited chocolate. And we got in an argument. It was actually about recording a video of all things. But (laughs) we literally sitting there, stuffing my face with chocolate, glaring at him, (laughs) like of all places. But that's, I mean, yeah, we're best friends, but we also argue and traveling, you know, making decisions every
0: day of where we're staying, where we're going, adds another element to that. I was going to say, it was the was the argument caused by um getting hangry? Because that's where most of our arguments come yeah, from. She gets
1: hangry so often. It's hilarious. I am like There's the sick
0: bars commercial <laughs> man. Like I need food, or I am not not happy gal. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that is me for sure. Yeah. She she knows we say all the time that probably like 95% of our arguments are either because we're hangry or because we're rushed trying to make it to somewhere and if we took away those two like majority of the arguments when it happened <laughs> but we we laugh like after having an argument we look at each other and we're like we haven't eaten in a while <laughs> or like we were trying to make this flight
0: <laughs> yeah 24 hour travel days you know you could land i get snappy because i'm like i just want to go back to the car <laughs> like,
1: it's so funny yeah. she gives me warnings though so we'll be like we'll be on like a full day of travel leave at 5 a.m and not get to the destination to like 5 30 or something and you only have like the little nuts or something that they give you on an airport she'll be like steven i'm starting to get hungry be like we should really look for somewhere to eat steven you this is my last warning I'm I'm getting hungry and then it's like
2: <laughs> you guys have any go-to snacks on the road
0: oh peanut
1: Stephen. butter pretzels
0: that's steven that is mine 100%. I think mine is um the skinny pop is it skinny pop
1: oh skinny no yeah
0: the purple Whoa. bag i don't think that's skinny pop i
1: think it's a different it, one no
0: the purple bag of popcorn you know what i'm talking about you guys um, are making hungry now. <laughs> that stuff is dangerous and then I feel like we always have cookies too. Cookies are a weakness.
1: I feel like the little what are they called? The little um wafer-esque ones. What are they called?
0: The ones from Starbucks that you can get?
1: No, you know like they're in the bag? Mount Mount they start with Madeline. Madeline. That's the one I'm thinking of. Uh,
0: They transport well.
1: (laughs) What about you guys?
3: We're always looking for snacks that like uh
0: I feel like now can- that we traveled internationally.
2: I I never was really into Kit Kat, but you know, in and, and some of these, like, you know, like Bangladesh and Nepal, like you can still find a Kit Kat. And so I'm like, this is
0: my go-to. The International my- Kit Kats are better, like significantly better. And I think they're yeah. made with different recipes because British Kit Kats are better than US Kit Kats. That's, That's so
3: saying. funny that you say that because I just saw an article um, where like they were saying for Mars bars, it was like something weird that like Mars bars internationally are Milky Ways in the U.S. and Milky Ways internationally are three musketeers in the U.S. What? And they this use so like, weird. different recipes for the same bar.
0: It's like Coke. Coca-Cola has like different recipes abroad
3: yeah throws me
0: off i like pepsi better in england but it's i so love funny. coke here yeah i don't know i'm <laughs> you a Coca-Cola. Guys need
3: to make like a spreadsheet of like if you're <laughs> no. in this country
1: this snack <laughs> oh G, don't like
0: a coca-cola in every country
1: i feel like g with her spreadsheet she will do it if it's we have like
0: a beer spreadsheet actually <laughs> yeah. whenever we traveled somewhere we'd like try the local beers and put them on the spreadsheet and then, then we would know like oh. which beer we liked in different countries that only lasted like a year before we stopped but yeah, yeah it was cool we did That's enjoy
2: doing that. it seems like you guys i mean obviously with that being like a smaller example but on a big scale you guys do such a good job of having a strategy i feel like and like in your business of knowing like clearly whose roles are what and i really admire that how you like have such beautiful photos but also such real content but also like a great business background behind it too
1: i feel like it started off in the beginning because we both do things completely different like, like we if, do
0: not step on each other's toes well, Like we made that and, pretty clear <laughs> in the
1: beginning it was like she would edit a video, and I would edit the same exact footage, but they'd be completely different videos—like different vibes, different music, different, different color grading. Everything was different. And the same thing with photos. I would edit a photo, and it'd be super warm and oversaturated. She would much be mo- much uh, like be much t- more true to tones, and like with everything, she she was much more uh, on top of it with like business things, and I'm much more on top of it when it comes to like wanting to pitch people and like trying to come up with creative ideas. And I feel like both of us are really good at separate things. We, I feel like, especially in the first six months, we figured out exactly what our roles are. And then Gio is a communications major. major. So she is the best at communications. It's hilarious.
0: Well, the the duality of that major is half of it was marketing, and then the other half was relational calm. So, (laughs)
1: like
0: common conflict and relational communication, and then also marketing. So it kind of ties the two and then into this one job. And I was also a film and media major. So I did have a little bit of background in that department. And then my previous job was doing marketing and PR for skincare, haircare, beauty company. And I worked the brand side of influencer management. I launched our program there. And so I did have a little bit of a leg up because of my educational background and previous job. So I did kind of know what I was good at and what I enjoyed. And then Steven just kind of like enjoyed the other things. So (laughs) it was really easy to like really split up our tasks. But I don't know how do you guys do it for in in your. As yes,
1: one of you guys, the planner, I I I'm not gonna lie. Last year, the only thing I planned the entire year was probably the Switzerland proposal. She, but I still planned every trip. single other trip that we went on the entire year.
0: <laughs> I love yeah, that. yeah. I I
2: feel like thankfully yeah we figured out our balance with that because now since we're trying to travel to every country, it's like overwhelming to look at like for me to look at the whole lobe and be like, hey, where do we even begin? Like we can start here, or there. And the HUD does such a good job of breaking it down into sections. Be like, okay, so like you know, coming up we have Asia Pacific and then we're headed to West Africa. And so then he kind of hands it over to me and I do more of like the detail booking of flights and buses, which
3: basically just, the makes way it's easier. The way that I break it down is I'm like the dreamer and she's the doer. I say that she like makes all the goals happen of, I'm like, okay, this would be awesome if we're going to this area to do like these things and roughly like these amount of days. And then she does all the details of like booking and stuff and being like, uh, this is cheaper this way, or this is cheaper that way. So it's great for me to literally just think of like, okay, the big picture goals and dreams. And then she does all the details.
0: So Emily, when you're planning all the flights and like things back and forth, because that's, I do all of our travel bookings and everything like that with such a lofty goal, like how logistically do you book one country at a time? Or do you do like multiple countries at a time? Like how exactly does that work when you're doing such a big world trip like that?
2: We typically split it into regions. So I just booked our West Africa leg, which um it was interesting because in this case there wasn't a whole lot of point availability for booking flights. It was airlines I've never heard of. Um, but I just try to look at it as a region and say, okay, hey, this is cheapest to fly here and then there, and then any buses in between. Um, and then after that, we'll
0: plan more of the specific details. Okay. Okay. And then how long do you stay in each country? Do you try and do it like just a couple of days, like a week?
3: That's a great question because it depends so much on like Thailand. We've come back to this is, I think, our third time. Um, so some countries like South Africa, we were there for over a month. And then other countries like the smaller ones and stuff like Liechtenstein, we were there for the day.
0: We were on um, the border certainly. of Liechtenstein and didn't actually go. We my my phone said we were in it, but I don't think <laughs> <know how laughs> we actually were. There you go.
1: What's your like, it, it's not that big? What's your go-to thing when you do travel to these countries? You're like, okay, we want to try all the food in this country. You're like, we want to look for the best hikes, or we just want to go and see like what is the best. One thing that you can do in this country? What's well, kind of like your go to? Because I feel like when we visit, it's always what are the best hikes or what are the best viewpoints or like what's or like, the most epic type of thing that Australia,
0: you can do? We're like, okay, well, Australia, Great Barrier Reef. All right, we're going to go to the Great Barrier Reef. That's like yeah. how we kind of look at it.
3: Oh, your pictures are incredible.
0: Oh, that'll be amazing to go to the
2: Great Barrier Reef. That's so cool. We're going to get dive oh. certified. I'm stoked.
3: <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Wow.
2: Yeah, I would say combination of trying to interact with people. We found like that that is our favorite experiences the things that we can't plan. Um, And then also whatever is unique to that country. So whether that's food or like um, one of our favorite experiences was in Uganda, getting to trek to see the gorillas. Um, we actually it was ended up just being us and how many eight or nine I think we had nine total um, like guards with like (laughs) guns and quarters and uh normally you're in a group but it worked out for some reason that it was just the two of us and our nine guides um and so that was just incredible to be like where um you know there's a couple other countries in the world but like not many countries in the world that you can experience that so wherever we go we try to find something that's true to that region so exactly really like cool. what
3: you were saying like we look up and it's like okay if it's australian it's the great barrier reef it's like we know that's something that we want to do and then food wise like what's something that's known to that area we'll try that so that's so awesome pick out highlights
2: so foodie. You. you guys uh scuba diving the great Barrier Reef. that will be
0: incredible yeah, yeah that's hyped. the last i'm like planning that right now because we're our, with our crews, like we have a ton of different stops because it's 12 days from New, from Auckland, New Zealand to Sydney, Australia. So uh, I still have to do all that research on like all of our port stops because I need to figure out cool things to do in between there. But basically the the week after we're staying in Australia and we're going to fly up to Queensland and then um, stay out in the Whitsunday Islands. I literally saw this on Instagram <gasps> like two weeks oh, ago three. and I was like, we're going here. And then I found that is right next to Great Barrier Reef. I was like, okay. And then we signed up to get dive certified last new year's still haven't completed our e-training. And then I was like, I had a spontaneous idea of Stephen. why don't we just go get dive certified in the Great Barrier Reef, found a shop. On the island that we want to go to. And I was like, I called Patty, the the diving center. And I was like, yo, can we change our dive shop if we haven't completed any of our dives yet? And they were like, Yes. So I was like, all right, we're doing it. All that like two days ago. So spontaneous. But yeah. Very that would be incredible.
1: So how many countries did you guys go to before you started like creating content? Or did you start doing it when you were doing your USA travel because I know I definitely feel like we've met people that are just travelers and people that are content creators that do travel you know
2: yeah it's really funny because I started a blog 10 years ago actually Helene in between and I were blog friends 10 years ago oh my <laughs> gosh
1: that's so what a happy- small world
2: in the day of like you do ad swaps where you'd put like your picture on like their blog and you would like click to Helene's blog. And so um, that was amazing. But then she is an incredible example of hard work and like consistency over those 10 years and like she deserves all the success in the world for that because then on our side we yeah we just went into traveling and kind of stopped content creation like we were still sharing but more so with our friends and family just for fun. yeah
3: for pretty much I would say the past six years of most of our travel we kind of looked at it as like we love consuming content like from travel it. but our yeah we were just sharing with like friends and family so like that's what our like Instagram that's what everything like we just like, were like we're
1: still alive I,
0: I promise
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're updating our moms of like <laughs> hey this is where we're at and stuff and so we started
0: like, too just for friends yeah. and family <laughs>
3: <laughs> we love it seems like we're we're the before when you guys say like this is how we used to take like selfies <laughs> and stuff <laughs>
0: so just wrong with selfies
3: just recently I think like we because both of our backgrounds are in marketing and stuff we're like we really enjoy consuming content we enjoy making content maybe we should focus more on being intentional and putting this out and like this year We just kind of naturally did that, like with TikTok, just because it was a newer platform and it's not necessarily friends and family. So it's like, oh, we'll upload more. And that's been amazing. And so now that we're starting this um, journey to every country, we definitely want to make it more of being intentional and focusing on the content creation side.
0: I think I actually had one of your videos pop up on my For You page the other day
1: oh
3: from TikTok yeah like seriously awesome. <laughs>
0: because I was like you and before we had scheduled this whole podcast um Stephen did a lot of the research on on your background and then when you guys popped on I was like wow they look really familiar because <laughs> <laughs> <It's laughs> I saw you on my FRP but yeah no that's That'll awesome be a good video. <laughs> yes. yeah I, I love how you guys
2: balance like beautiful content and also being real. That's something that we hope to show through our content is like the I mean, we definitely need to work on the more beautiful side, but we have the real side to <laughs> <down. laughs>
0: See, we need to work on the other side. Like, I feel like we've mastered the beautiful photos and things like that. But one of my goals for this series is to really do more like raw vloggy style videos while we're out traveling. We just always forget to do it while we're yeah. traveling. It's like-
1: We get so caught up in the moment where I'm like, oh, this would be an awesome photo. And I re- take the photo instead of being like, we just hiked up here. We're not we're not necessarily talking to the camera, you know? Yeah, we, we, have, we have to better be much at
0: more it. attentional. But that's the goal for this year. We're gonna start in Finland. We're gonna we're gonna see the northern lights, fingers crossed and start with that. <laughs> yep, that would be the goal. Oh my word. Yeah, but- you guys are rocking it. And I love what you
2: said in another podcast about like if you want something, make it happen. Like if you have the vision to do it. Just like find a way to do it and you and guys it sounds
1: like that's your that. your your thing, right? And Hudson's the one who comes up with the idea and you're the like, <laughs> we're making it happen. <laughs> exactly. I love it. I love it. So when did you guys figure out that you wanted to go to all the countries? Was it like on country 110? You're like, well, shoot, we're more than halfway there, might as well just get the rest of them. Or was it like was it another one of those world plans where after you finish the Uh, 50 states, you were like, why not just go to all 195 or so countries?
2: Yeah, as we fell in love with travel, we just, there were more and more places that kept getting added to our bucket list. And so then our initial goal was 100 countries. When we hit that, the next question was like, okay, now what? Like, you know, (laughs) do we settle down? Do we? And so we first decided to do some research because we're like, would this even be possible? Um, And from what we've found there's only like a handful of couples that have been to every country before so we we feel really nervous because it's definitely like a lot ahead of us but we're also really excited um and i i i'm excited most of all i think for countries that we wouldn't have otherwise gone to i feel that we've
0: done that we've said that about states too
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's why we
0: yeah. love working with tourism boards because sometimes it's people that you would never.
1: Like, yeah, we went to South Dakota and list. we were like, "Wow, this place is sick!" Like, What, what is this? Yeah.
0: YouTube video was beautiful of that. Oh well, thank you. Yeah, no, that was a that all of the Black Hills region. We were like Madness. jaw on the floor, which is why I was like, huh, I wonder why people don't go to South Dakota." Right, but then that, that's why they hired us, right?
3: That's yeah. Kind of I think that's why we found for us personally, like, having the goals, like, the 50 states or the 100 countries, we realized, like, it's not, we're not trying to, like, set a record or go for, it's literally just our own personal, like, uh, we're very goal-oriented, and so without the goal, we wouldn't travel, like, at all, or we would only go to, like, the highlight places, and so then when we hit our goal of traveling to, like, the 100 countries, we realized, like, there's still so many areas and regions that we want to experience and people and cultures that we want to meet um but if we don't have the goal then it's a lot easier to be like yeah let's go back to Thailand again and enjoy the thing we've already experienced um so that's the reason why we decided to to travel to every country
0: that's awesome have you guys done every continent already
3: uh not antarctica. antarctica i
0: would love that's to. on our bucket list too we're like yeah. maybe later this year or early next year cuz i know the best time to go is like november to march or something november to february yes. have but you yeah. guys ha-
2: like did you have antarctica tiktok all over your feed the drake the- passage
0: tiktok yeah yes, yes. <laughs> i think everyone was stuck on drake passage talk for like a week it was yeah. the same week as taylor Swift's debacle <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it's that's hilarious. funny. But I was like, that does not make me want to go to Antarctica.
1: I know that area looks nice. Some not-
0: people had nice weather. Some people did not have nice yeah. weather. Yeah,
1: it yeah. looked pretty gnarly. <laughs> Do you have any yeah. stories of where everything seems like it's gone crazy or completely wrong on a trip? I feel like that was the whole reason we started this podcast in the beginning. We were like, we some of our Instagram versus reality moments. Were like the most viral things that we post. Is so we were like, why don't we just start a whole podcast to talk about the reality moments behind all of our funny or all of our photos and everything? So, do you have any one that stands out?
3: One for us definitely is we were safariing in the Serengeti, and so it's in Tanzania. And we just came from this amazing experience in Kenya, and we're like we RV'd, we love road tripping. So we'll go on a safari by ourselves. And we like pretty much, we definitely had a lot more adventure than what we planned for. And it was <laughs> incredible. That's yeah, it was in like uh, it was during the Great Migration. So like if if you see Lion King, like all the wildebeest that are running and everything, it felt like we were in Lion King because there's like millions of wildebeest that are going up to Kenya and crossing every year. But like we had an experience of we had like a gas car but the problem is there's only diesel and like the serengeti is like the size of connecticut so you're so running
2: out of gas in this in the state of connecticut pretty much with <laughs> nothing around like literally we did not seen people for hours we would come across like lions in the middle of oh the my world. gosh <laughs> like, what do we actually do because if this lion jumps on our car have- like there's no one around and we have no cell reception we
3: have a clip like at night that um for some reason I want to record as we're going past like these lions are laying in the middle yeah, of the,
2: looks at the camera I'm like this is not the time this <laughs> 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 our lives that's yeah, taken like,
3: just drive if these lions I'm like they can't open the door but also the scary thing is like you don't have GPS that works and so you're following like a map and you're like
2: and these, yeah they're not real roads, and
3: they're so like, these would, people go like three hours without seeing anyone. And then like at night, if you're late, like we showed up to one place and we were realized we we're like 45 minutes off of where we were supposed to be. And they're like, you're not allowed to drive right now. And we're like, we're just driving for like three hours in the dark. We'll be fine. And they're like, no, the they're told to shoot poachers on site. So if they see like a car, they don't recognize. Fortunately, like we were in like a, a camper car so I feel like you yes know, they know.
0: but know. they know.
3: they made us wait for somebody to come pick us up and escort us so that way they would you know that shot. we weren't poachers what? oh
0: my goodness it's wild. That's crazy actually I think that might be the craziest thing we've yeah that's insane
1: <laughs> that wins <laughs>
0: I'm like yeah, stressed out now.
2: <laughs> I decided to share more of the yeah reality of our travels on social media, because I feel like when we shared that, I was like, oh, the beautiful pictures. But
0: now we're like, no, people want to see the real side. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would definitely now only want to go with a guide, and go <laughs> with you know, definitely go with the guide. I would
3: definitely say, yeah, guides, because also guides know like the habits of the animals. They talk with each other on that. So like any of our guided safaris were like, you get a way better experience, but you get more adventure if you go by yourself.
0: <laughs> Apparently. Don't drive a gas car. Got it. What do you think is like the no. hardest
1: part so far about traveling? What for you guys? Has it been like trying to make it to places? Was it trying to like stay on budget with looking for flights? Is it the language barrier? Like, is is there one part that you think is the most difficult part? Oh, that's a that's good
3: question.
1: I think for us, one of the things that we realized is making sure
3: to, and we're trying to remember this now, like to just enjoy the journey along the way, because there's so many logistics and there's always like that destination that you're trying to get to that. Then we look back, like it's been six years now of travel. And it's like the moments that we actually had the most fun are the journey and not like, hitting the goal of like we finally made it to wherever and like that also makes things a little bit more like it's a story when you miss your flight or it's a story when you get bed bugs so it's like ah this is part of the journey instead of focusing on just making it to the end destination
1: Totally agree. That's that's a great way of looking at it. I feel like a lot of people only see the end photo or the end video or the top of the mountain on a hike. And in reality, there's so much that happens between you leaving your last destination and getting there. So that's really, really cool.
2: Thank you. Yeah, I feel like, so the quote that everyone talks about when they talk about traveling to every country is that more people have traveled to space than have been to every country. And so that has, that definitely makes us nervous because we know there's (laughs) a lot of work ahead um and so when you asked the question i was just thinking like oh gosh i feel like we've done more of like the easier countries to travel to so we'll probably have a better answer in a few months as we hit some (laughs) of these more difficult countries but i'm i'm really excited for the journey and i think also just meeting
0: people along the way yeah don't ask Do you guys follow Lexi Limitless on YouTube? Yes. I mean, she is incredible. I'm just
2: such an inspiration. I can't imagine doing it on your own. And
0: yeah, I I admire her so much. Yeah, I was going to say, she's like great inspo for hitting all the countries. Yeah,
1: we learned, we were chatting with her on one of our last, I think it was at Disneyland we saw her. and And we were chatting with her. And she was saying that like her story basically is she traveled to all the countries and then she cold emailed her story like no one knew that she did it and she cold emailed wow. it to a news reporter. to a reporter and the reporter next day boom she grew insane amounts cuz the word got out that she had like traveled every single country so we, it was so interesting to hear like she wasn't she didn't do it for the content she didn't do it for like the clout she just that was Did just for what, a goal. Yeah. She just wanted to do it. So I think you guys are going to inspire a lot of people, especially doing it as a couple, I feel like it's so relatable for a lot of people. People love traveling. People love having a couple to look up to. So I think you There's guys are going yeah, to do this.
0: I don't know.
1: I'm really excited to see where you guys are in a year or two. Do you have like an end date where you're like, okay, bye. Like
0: two years. Yeah.
1: From now. Two years from now is when we technically should quote unquote hit our goal of every country.
3: Yeah. Hopefully in 2024, we will finish. Um, but again, we're not on any, we're not going for any record or anything. So if he says, um, we're not like trying to push to make it into, um, a certain place by a certain time. So I'm sure there will be some countries that we're not able to complete in that time, but we hope, hopefully we'll be finished in 2024. And we've realized like what you were saying with like Lexi Limitless and other things like the community of people through travel and we really look forward to um, connecting with more people who have traveled to some of the areas that we're going to and stuff is amazing and so um,
2: encouraging helpful yeah I mean not only is she a huge inspiration but also that community is just really like behind the scenes helpful to each other.
0: Oh yeah. Everyone's so awesome. Cause I mean, everyone's so similar. You have to be like a certain type of person to be able or to, to want to go out and do this kind of stuff. So it's really cool. There's such a community, especially on now that we have the social medias that we do so easy to connect with everyone and stay in touch with everyone and get advice. Like I literally just put up a poll and I'm like, uh, Rex for French Polynesia because I don't even know where to start and exactly. people are like you have to go here and here and here and like let me know if you need any advice I'll send you my friend's number like come and hang with me I'm a guide you know like it's it's people are so awesome and so nice and you know and the thing I love especially
2: about you guys is your vulnerability in like all areas like the couple side but then also the content creator side that is so rare for people to share actual numbers and you're you deserve all the success in the world for the hard work that you've put into it, but then that you take the time to encourage other people and provide value for other content creators.
0: Well, thank you. We love to hear that that. because yeah, I mean, I feel like we're just some ordinary Joes that learned photography off YouTube and now we're here. So I feel
1: like in the beginning, it was such a struggle though. Like it literally took us nine months to hit a thousand followers because we had no idea what the heck we were doing. We were like- yeah, we would dm we still we have over 600k across platforms we're still dm people and they wow. just don't respond or we'll comment no response no anything it's like the uh, new we,
0: wave of creators is a lot yeah. more transparent and a lot more friendly with people that they don't necessarily know well i feel like the older wave of creators is a little more closed off if that makes sense because it was a different time to be yeah. honest i mean like nobody really they had to deal with a lot of crap in the beginning because influencer marketing wasn't there yet. So I feel like that's maybe why, but yeah,
1: I feel like there's been times where someone's taken a photo and we're like, "Whoa, this is really cool. Like, where was they like, Oh, I forgot. And I'm like, you didn't. forget." We like- right? um, we
0: asked that. We asked- I clearly remember it was a guy like who we mutually met. Um, through like a friend and he was a photographer and it was out in utah at one of the national parks and we're like yo dude like this is rad where was this oh i forgot i this was bullshit you did not yeah, ever I know people are,
1: <laughs> people are so closed off about it and it's my, we always say it's like it's competitive but it's not competitive you know there's nine billion people in the world so
0: right. there's like so many places to travel there's literally like hundreds of countries you can go yeah. visit why are you going to be pressed about me asking you about this one national park it's literally yeah. like free land or you know it's everyone's land i don't know yeah that that drives me nuts so we
1: hope we really hope it's completely changed our life and we've seen a couple people that we've helped or have given little pieces of advice now now they grow up yeah it's really really cool to cool to see i mean it's the best best be able to best job in the world i mean i owned my own business made my own hours and everything in this hands down beats it I get to travel with my best friend we get to go to all these amazing places so if everyone could do it and everyone could make money like I don't I don't understand what the competition is you know anyway last question
2: and I yeah I really admire how you're so like open and sharing like not only your success but also help helping other people along the way
1: all right. Last, last question this is my favorite question. I asked this the first time that we met. So what is the most exciting thing you guys have ever done? It can, it could be different for both you guys. So it could literally be anything, food experiences, like eating scorpions, skydiving, crazy parties, a volcano, going on a hike and seeing like the most insane sunset of your life. Like, I'm,
0: I'm intrigued because I think you were the most well-traveled out of yeah. all of our podcast guests.
1: hundred so- percent. Cool. That's a good question.
3: I feel like I know what you would say.
0: I would say,
2: um, in Zambia, Zimbabwe. Have you heard of Victoria Falls? Devil's yeah. Pool? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is like the bigger version of Niagara Falls, and you can hang off the edge <laughs> of the waterfall. So you go out. You're swimming like across the the rushing river that's gonna take you off the waterfall and you're like swimming as hard as you can to get to this little pool um that has like this rock ledge and then the guides (laughs) hold your legs as you dangle your life over the waterfall um it was what is sketchy i mean it was the scariest thing i've ever done in my life (laughs) They've been doing it for 15 years and they've never had any accidents. So we obviously looked into that <laughs> very deeply before we did it, but it was the scariest thing in my life, but also one of the most beautiful.
1: Anything that sounds
2: that- so awesome. I, I know.
3: Seat. It sounds
1: awesome.
3: Yeah, it definitely, I would say is definitely a like highlight for us for sure. And something that was always on my bucket list and everything, but we always say that we're not thrill seekers as yeah. far as like, we just go with anything that is researched and safe then were. And so like with this here, the, the official guides and stuff, they were doing it for over 15 years, but they didn't tell us until after that we were the first. Cause all the videos I saw is people were like paddling out and there was no current. And then when we went, like, there was a strong current. There's and strong like, we we're current. like, are we that weak? <laughs> and then when we got back there, like, Hey, congratulations! You guys completed. You were the first uh, group of the season to go out, and so they had just opened. Oh
1: my uh, god! So that's why it was like
3: a faster current. You could
0: have told me that before. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't let you know you had to be Michael Phelps beforehand. That's like, wild.
3: You know? The guides are amazing. Like the <laughs> the official guides and stuff are amazing.
0: Guides like think of the
2: stories you want to tell someday, and then go and love them. So
0: that's a uh, good one.
2: I'm, I'm thinking, Thankful
0: that we got to experience it. Now, do you guys know where you're headed to, like next country? Yeah, so
3: go ahead. Yeah, we're here in Southeast Asia now, and the next uh, region that we're going to is West Africa. So we okay. have that booked, and we're really excited because we haven't been to that. We've been to Eastern and Southern Africa, um, but West Africa is one of the yeah. last places that, like regions, we haven't visited. So we're really excited uh, to be headed there. awesome awesome.
0: do you guys have a country that you want to end on like end on strong that's
1: a great question we kind
0: of thought it would be fun to save like the bahamas or something for our last
2: (laughs) just to be funny but i feel like it'll probably be whichever visa
0: is most difficult to get i mean like north korea i
1: know
0: (laughs) well thank you guys so much for coming on uh so nice meeting you guys and hearing about all of your travels
1: yeah where where can everyone find you what platform are you guys on?
2: Thank you guys for having us. We are Hudson and Emily on all platforms. Our usernames, TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube shorts are where we're prioritizing our content right now. Um, but thank you. And thanks for, um, yeah, just being awesome people to connect with and excited to keep following your travels and content
3: can't wait to see your french polynesia stuff yeah. obviously. i know we're oh, I'm we're stunned. amped october. i'm playing like
0: seven trips right now it's like <laughs> i'm prioritizing that one but it's in october but we're in australia in two weeks and i haven't finished playing that and we're going to finland tomorrow and that's also not done so <laughs> Our, uh, we're getting right
3: there the northern and lights i can't wait to see your pictures
0: yeah. oh man we're hoping to we
1: catch them yeah we're manifesting it we've been pr- we've been hoping all week Anyway, thank Uh, you so much for being on the podcast, you guys. Don't forget to go and check them out on all their social platforms. Send them a DM. Tell them what your favorite part of the episode was. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you guys are listening to. And we will see you guys next week with another episode of Unfiltered Adventures.